Welcome, I am Ed Bejarana, and you've arrived at the Business Buffet Podcast, where you get a taste of business from entrepreneurs who've had both good and bad moments in business. You'll learn from business chefs of all type those things they would have done different and figure out how those ingredients might help your personal recipe for success. Grab a plate and take a seat. It is time to eat hearty in business. Welcome back to Business Buffet. You know, we took a little bit of a break there because we kind of needed to reinvent ourselves. You know, COVID has really struck America in a way that I don't know that anybody really anticipated. Shutting down the entire country for a prolonged period of time impacts everything from top to bottom. And while some people would look at the big box stores as having a big advantage, being able to remain open and do business while small mom and pop restaurants are are forced to figure it out hand to mouth, uh, the reality is, is this has hurt everybody, including business buffet. So we're starting a brand new season today. And what we're doing is we're we're bringing you an inside look to entrepreneurs and the struggles that they have. Not, not just because of COVID, but just because doing business on your own is a challenge. And it, it might seem a little odd for me to bring in an entrepreneur who actually works within a structure. But today's guest is a financial planner. And I wanted to bring him in first for multiple reasons. One, he's kind of got his finger on the pulse of the American economy. You know, so you really can't go wrong by having somebody in who understands money. But, but second, I, I've known Nathan here for about four years, and he's got a passion and a zeal for life that I think you're going to feel over the podcast episode. And, and he's going to bring a perspective on entrepreneurialism that I think is going to be super valuable to you. I'd like to introduce to you Nathan Thurman Wallace, president of Wallace Wealth Management. Nathan, thank you so much for coming on the program today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Ed. So let's just dive right in. Tell the listeners about you as a person. Well, I identify as spiritual, not religious. I consider myself a ultimate connector. I really enjoy helping others, and that's my passion. And so whatever I'm doing, I want to be seated in the moment. Uh, you know, really focus on what I'm doing when I'm, when I'm meeting with people, whether it's in a friendship meeting or a client meeting, and just be there to assist them. You know, and the very first time we met, we were we were at a, a program, I believe it's Heart of Business, and we just kind of struck up a conversation and I, I, I kind of felt like an instant kinship. That's correct. Yeah, you know, cause it, I agree. It, the spirituality, uh, you know, I call it the human factor. It, so many times people come to me and say, hey, can you do this so that I don't have to talk to people and... Uh, no, <laughs> to me, you know, business is human to human. And, and when you separate the human factor, you're, you're kind of out of business, or at least I'm not really connected to being able to do that. And, and we, we kind of had a kinship right away on that, that type of mentality. Yeah, I agree. And then uh, Ed also somehow talked me into going to his acapella class. I don't know why he thought I could sing. I don't know if he thought he was right, but 
Um, I can sing bacon pretty well. That's right. Well, you know, with bacon, <laughs> everything's better, right? That's right. So, okay, what business do you run kind of briefly, and, and what does your business do? Yeah, so um, when when I was starting out in the the field, I worked for an independent, and then I went captive and then back into independent. And so Wallace Wealth Management, that was launched in 2015, um, just after the passing of my grandpa Wallace, and to honor him, uh, Grandpa Wallace was a military um, police and went through the World War II. Uh, that's where he went, my Oma in Austria. And I just felt that it was important to include him in the legacy, uh, bring Wallace back, and just kind of have some fun with uh, being part of the Wallace clan and you know creating um, a legacy there for uh, my, my children, uh, hopefully. Uh, so we do retirement planning. Um, we do portfolio analysis. We do, um, budget holistic planning is where we, uh, put our focus. And that way we're looking at a multitude of things, not just one thing. And so with that, you could start looking at a budget and then planning for, um, what that retirement might look like. And so it, it encompasses really all faucets of life moving forward to bucket list, bucket list planning. Um, and I think keeping it fun because let's face it, not everybody likes to talk about numbers and it can be very boring. Um, so I'll, I will have to add at some point the disclosure uh, from the broker, but essentially we're there to help people and facilitate them uh, to live their best retirement life. Now you say Wallace clan, your family roots are Scottish, right? That's correct. Both Thurman and Wallace are Scottish names, great Scottish names. I remember sitting on the couch with my dad and he said, um, you know, we're related to them. And, and of course we were watching Braveheart and I thought he was completely full of crap, but come to find out he, he was telling me the truth. So, so the, the, the character in Braveheart was Wallace, right? And and that is a distant family connection. Correct. That's a distant family relative. Wow. Wow. So, okay, let's get back to business. How and why did you become a business owner? So, it, I think what, what happened was I just, I kind of make myself unemployable. And what I mean by that is I... I kind of, I just, my mom told me when I was growing up that I, I kind of beat to my own drum. And I think that I, I see certain things happening. It doesn't really work well for me. Uh, when I moved to uh, Coeur d'Alene and I didn't think that that was um, the right thing. And, and I felt like I was being pressed into a, a uh, you know, pigeonholed into an area that I had to sell so much product. Um, I know I'm not supposed to talk about the competition. Uh, I think that was part of the guidance I had for my broker, but it is the story. Um, the, the story is, is that it, it didn't really fit the client. It didn't fit me. And it just seemed like a natural um, transition to begin here in this market back in 07 I started Thurman and Associates, and that was um, 
for me the right path. The reason why I did that is because I wanted to be able to give clients the choice. Um, and then in 2015, when we launched Wallace Wealth Management, our slogan is the freedom to invest. So we want to give people that freedom to do what fits them the best way. And being independent was the best way to do that. So it was a natural thing to, to start that independent planning firm. You know, and everybody has that individual path that took them to self-employment. Uh, you know, some people, they just don't want to work for somebody else. They, they want to be their own boss, control their own destiny. Uh, some people, I, I think, are just predestined to it. They're an inventor or, or they've got some unique product or service offering that it just makes more sense for them to offer it as a business owner rather than taking that and giving it to somebody else to, to make all of the upside profit, excuse me, all of the upside profit. You know, if you had to do it all over again, what, what is the one thing about your business that you would have changed and why? Well, that one thing, um, I thought about that. And, you know, when you're being honest with yourself, and this is a great question, there's a lot of things. There, there really is. And, you know, you just kind of move ego out of the side and you're thinking, man, I could have done a lot of things differently. But I think when I moved here, what I would have done differently is align myself with different people. And I think that would have made a huge impact because, and what I mean by that is our our character qualities didn't really align. And, and so that was a tough thing for me because I'm in a new market. I know no one and I'm not aligned with like thinkers. And so that I think, you know, that really, that really kind of hit me hard. So we've heard the story. We are the sum of the five people that we engage with. And I think that rings true with business. So that, that'd be the one thing, Ed. Interesting. Um, was there other business ideas that you had thought about maybe rather than financial planning? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, before we pivot to that, I'm supposed to disclose the following, if that's okay. Of course. Um, so my broker dealer um, is Lincoln Investment and their member FINRA SIPC, Wallace Wealth Management and Lincoln Investment are independent and non-affiliated. The views and opinions expressed herein are of my own and may or may not represent the views of Lincoln Investment. That's our little disclosure there. Um, yeah, I've always been an entrepreneurial mindset and I, my dad was an entrepreneur. Uh, I've a lot of family that were entrepreneurs. So I just even liked saying the name, even though I, I mess it up, entrepreneur. So it's I, even harder to spell. It really is hard to, <laughs> thank goodness for spell check. Right, right. And I, I think it's just that, that independence, that freedom. But what's more than that is your ability to be creative. And you can be a creative mind and you know, for example, I created my own logo and, and I just drew it out on paper and I paid a professional to, to put it, you know, in the, in the graphics mode. Um, I was in business where they would bring me in. I was well known to bring in 
or be brought in to put companies into the black. Uh, and then they would shut down that company or that branch. So I, I found myself just working myself, continually working myself out of a job. And I hated that. I hated that transition that my family had to go through. And so I thought I could have more control over my destiny if I was self-employed. It's been something I've thought of for years. Um, we also, my wife and I, Danielle, she launched, uh, launched Wallace Insurance Professionals. Um, we've got another idea for another company that's um, health holistic. Um, so that maybe that company is going to be Wallace Health. So we're definitely entrepreneur. Um, what would you say? Like we are entrepreneurial minded. Yes, but it's it's kind of like a, it's almost like a sickness, Ed. I mean, <laughs> you know, that that's a great great description. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah, you know, I I look at myself. I am serially unemployable at this point. Yes, we're serial entrepreneurs. Thank you. That's yeah. the word I was looking yeah. for. Serial. Yeah, there's there's no way I could see myself going to work for somebody. I you know if I had to if if everything shut down and my only option was to flip burgers, I go flip burgers or greet people at Walmart if they even do that anymore. Um, you know, first and foremost, I'm going to provide for my family, but my preference is to do it self-employed from home because I get to spend every waking minute with my wife and my dogs and, and talking to good people like you. I mean, I just have the greatest job in the world. I agree. That's where it's at. So, okay. From a, standpoint of a financial planner, people that are listening to us right now, most of them already have a job. They already have a business, but there's some of them out there that are longing to start their own business. And they turn to business buffet to kind of give them some insight into how to do it either right or what not to do. And in the case of, oops, I made this mistake. Don't do that. What advice would you give to somebody either stuck in a current direction that they don't like and would consider maybe a switch to financial planning or somebody who hasn't made a decision yet that you might say, you know, consider being a financial planner and here's why? Well, those are quite a few questions there, Ed. I, I would say, you know, don't underestimate the power of planning and we've all heard it, you know, people fell um, systems don't. And, and so I would, I would hone in on a system, you know, maybe work for someone before you become uh, self-employed like I did. I did that a couple of times, um, both independent and captive and, you know, kind of get your feet wet. So you know what to do. And that way, when you're out doing it for yourself, you're, you're doing it in your best form. Um, you know, sometimes we overlook things like being our best self. Um, and if you're tired and haggard, you're not going to be able to really help people at your full capacity. And so it's more than just a business plan. It's more than just, um, you know, hitting your goals, hitting your numbers. I think some people overlook their why statement because why are you getting up in the morning? What does that look like? How are you separating yourself from the competition? What does that look like? There's key things that are the KISS approach really, but are oftentimes overlooked. And I think that's where people fail. Also, 
with that being said, you have to be comfortable with failing. If you're not comfortable with that, you probably shouldn't be an entrepreneur because you're going to fail. And you just have to accept that. But failure is only for a certain day. You get another day and you can be successful on that day. And your best day might not be the same best day for the following day, right? So it's just that true grit, getting up, being self-motivated, and sticking to your plan, maybe pivoting back to that why statement. If you get burnout or frustrated, then you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, that's why I'm doing this. I love helping people. As far as your question for being a financial advisor, um, there's definitely a need there. I do not think that computers are going to replace us anytime in the near future. People need that one-on-one contact and what to do. And when you're doing holistic planning, I don't think there's a computer platform out there that can really assist people in a way that's holistic and going through items one by one and helping them achieve those goals because people need help and they need like a they need like a financial coach to keep them accountable and help get themselves out of their own way so that they can have the best life, the best retirement planning future. Boy, there was so much wrapped up in there. Let me let me go back and pick up a few things. So you mentioned KISS. Keep it simple, silly, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, I, th- I think there's another word for the second S, but it, that is so critical. And I think I've run across a lot of business people. Being a web developer, thousands. I've worked with thousands of business people. And I can't tell you the number of times I sit down to an operation and it is just the most complex mess I've ever seen. And So, KISS. Keep it simple. That is, that's great advice. <laughs> right off the bat, you just can't beat that one. And, and then the second one is know your goal. Know your reason. You know, if if you don't know why you're doing this, then why are you doing it? And some people might say, well, I just want to make a lot of money. I want to be rich. That's not my goal in business. My goal in business is sustain my family and enjoy life. And what is your goal is just, I think, some of the best advice that you could give. Appreciate that. So let's talk about if you were not doing what you were doing now, if you were not the financial planner, what would you be doing and why? Yeah, I love that question because I really thought into this hard when I when I chose my path to go back into financial planning uh, and I went with a big firm uh, instead. But the other path I was thinking was actually chiropractic care and that holistic care for people in a way that isn't Western medicine, not that I'm against it. I just think maybe there's a better way to, you know, actually treat uh, ailments versus treating symptoms and situations, the master. So what happened there is I was going through a tough time in life, actually going through a, a divorce and the money just wasn't there. I needed to make money and you know, you kind of hate to fall on that, but yeah, I've got mouths to feed and, and I thought, well, I already know how to do this. I've got a great client, um, pull, uh, was doing it consultancy at the time. And 
I was doing projects and uh, putting on IT heads. And, uh, you know, when I left the industry, I left it with sort of with a bang because my my best client was a, a Fortune 3 company at the time. And I was doing well. I mean, there was no reason for me to pivot out of that. I was just burned out with it. Um, and, you know, outside of the chiropractic care, I've also thought about being a, a life coach, sales coach, um, health coach. So just coaching people in a way to help them get out of their own way so that they could be their best self. And, and that I could totally see you in that realm. I mean, when I first talked to you, our very first conversation really had nothing to do with what either one of us did. Yeah, was, I remember that. It was about you as a human being. And, you know, you're, you talked about your kids and your zeal for life. I could totally see you as a life coach, as a health coach. That's great stuff. So how do people learn more about you and your business? Well, before I go into that, thank you for that. I, uh, I appreciate that. It's a compliment to hear that and hear that from you. And it, it really is about helping people. If people want to know more about Wallace Wealth Management, they can check us out at Wallace Wealth CDA. That's Charlie Delta Alpha or like Coeur d'Alene, WallaceWealthCDA.com. Um, or they're welcome to call me at 208-714-4699. And, you know, I'm, I'm willing to talk to people that are looking to be in uh, financial planning. I'm willing to talk to people that maybe they just want to know more about budgeting or investments or, uh, you know, maybe they have some money that they're it's not being managed and they want it to be managed. Um, maybe they're concerned about the market and the, the looming um, rate of inflation. Uh, there's people have different reasons why they want to talk to me. Um, but most of those reasons are they're one, not getting any love. They're not getting any financial love. They're not hearing from their financial advisor. And two is they have real concerns uh, and maybe some of that's fear and they they don't want to, they're, they're tired of being tired about not knowing what their financial future is going to look like. Perfect. Um, any final thoughts you want to share with the listeners before we wrap up? Uh, final thoughts. I would, um, I would say, you know, planning for your financial future should encompass a fun factor. That is, what is your bucket list looking like? You know, when they've done studies of people that they're on their final hour. And what I mean by that is they're going to exit this planet. It's not what they did that they regret. What they regret is what they didn't do. When you start planning that bucket list, you kind of put things into a different context where you know, oh my gosh, these are things I want to accomplish and I haven't been able to do them. Okay, well, let's let's find a strategy to get there. You know, when my dad was dying, um, he had a lung disease that took his life suddenly. I remember we, my wife and I were going to Vegas. It was our fifth anniversary. 
and it, it was a chunk of change. It was going to be a little bit of an expensive trip. And my dad, he was sitting on the edge of the bed. And, and this is one of the few times in my life that I ever witnessed my dad cry. And uh, he, he said, Eddie Paul, go. Don't put off. And, I, and I, I could see in his eyes the message that you just shared with the listeners. It, it's about the life that you live not about what you did and the wisdom is is unparalleled thank you so much for sharing that thank you for taking time to come on to the business buffet thank you Ed. i appreciate being here it's a pleasure it is that dreaded time when we must push away from the table and digest what we've taken in the ingredients you've learned today can and should be used in your own business recipe and shared with the world like this program on Apple Podcast or anywhere you consume your podcast material and drop in again next week to enjoy another hearty dish of the Business Buffet Podcast.